Welcome to another episode of War Stories. I'm Tom. And I'm Chuck. And I'm Marco. (laughs) (laughs) Dramatic pause and effect for for effect. What the hell are you doing here? Uh, Apparently, I got got called up from the miners. So (laughs) So what had happened was... (laughs) Well, first of all, I want to I want to address the elephant in the room. I should probably actually just hey, do this. I'm not that big. Better. Uh, no, uh, I am. I have, that's what she said. Oh, I don't have my background on. I should put my background on because I'm not in the studio. Oh, I am is. in my base. I'm actually in my living room uh-huh. um, because the, today's the schedule's all messed up. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad we're able to do this, but I have to do it from my couch and my laptop with my headset instead of being in the podcast studio today. So I apologize if I sound weird or for those of you watching on uh, echo, echo, YouTube echo. that I look like a damn hmm. uh, air traffic controller. You look burnt. Yeah. So you look, you look like you got a lot of sun. Well, yeah, the lighting is the lighting. Well, I, I have been out by the lake a lot because it's been, uh, what did I tell you, Chuck? It was, 80, it was 88 the other day. It was really hot. The fuck? That's not hot. That's like brisk, <laughs> bro. It's like not even brisk. That's, that's so cool. We're, we're straight at one hundred six over here. One hundred six uh, daily. Uh, what do we got today? I think today was cool day. I think we're at like ninety something. Oh man, I, that sounds like a dream over here. Oh, eighty nine. We're at eighty nine. High at ninety. All right. Now I'm like, Let's oh, see. finally, I can't go in the pool. It's too cold. <laughs> and he's over there. It's hot. Yeah, I'm. I'm here. roasting. I'm you are out here. I'm melting. The Tom's body what... acclimated now because he's been there for over two years. So if he was to go to like Texas, he would fucking mm-hmm. melt. Oh, I mean, right. I have been here two years, and I, 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 the winters don't bother me. They never did. Yeah, you're acclimated. Now, acclimated. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, see, time. that's my wife. My wife's like, "Hey, can we just invest in a summer house somewhere north? Because I can't take this anymore." And I was like, "Yeah." Hey, oh my gosh, guys. I'm so sorry. Yeah, Did we're you say fucking Mormon country. Yeah, but we're close to Idaho. You guys. You, they have breweries and shit. Oh, okay. Well, that yeah, makes it better. Yeah. I'm not moving to a dry town, <laughs> uh, dude. I'm gonna tell you right now, Southern Idaho, like Idaho itself, has a lot of uh, Mormons too. So does Northern Arizona. It's kind of like and all breweries. the way from Idaho and all of breweries? Utah, and then Northern Arizona. Yeah. Oh, I like mm. I said, boys. I, it is really hot here today. It actually, it's ninety. Oh my! God. I, I hate I hate you guys so much right now. It's like it's like 106. I'm not I'm not I'm not lying right now. Oh, dude, it was 120 right last week. Okay, no, but before we go too far, this is not an episode of Locker Room. You did oh, not sorry, tune into. I'm, I'm you did not let download the Rog podcast. Sorry. Uh, so, what are you doing here, Marco? I was invited, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why you gotta Why you gotta so, say like I just showed up to your house? <laughs> True. So what had happened was is that we were left to play and to our own devices last week on locker room. And we decided to right. have a chit chat afterwards and, right. and uh, we just liked each other's company so much. We're like, Hey, we should do some crossover stuff. No and homo. we started. Yeah. Just uh, a little bit of sword fighting. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Um, so we started talking and we, I started talking about debriefs and we both brought it up and um, Marco decided on, 
a great concept on bringing us the stuff that we've never before seen. Mm -hmm. And we get that outsider's perspective because that's what we are trying to go for. We are trying to talk to the mainstream or the, 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 the masses, I guess the general public. So, so to speak, the general public, well, the CVs. Yeah. Marco's the general public. He is a civilian. So he can bring us the stories and we can talk to him and he can ask us questions clarify things to talk about things and it kind of spawned this whole new concept of debrief and i think it works so we're going to try it out today uh we're going to do it we're going to do some debrief videos Mm -hmm. um and marco has brought them to us we may or may not have seen them before um, because we don't know what they are right um and chuck and i are going to incorporate this if we like it if it works if you guys think it's cool I think it's a good idea. And when Chuck said we should do it and Marco said we should do it, I was all on board because well, this is a little because Marco's smart. It's kind of, well, it's civilian a little, perspective. Uh, and honestly, I just brought up something that we normally do. Like as if some of some of the listeners here do not listen to the to the I'm sorry, to the locker room, they know that I am the only one of the four that did not uh serve or was and was or am a first responder. So I'm 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 civilian. Right. I'm I'm regular You're the folk. Full civilian. So there's what you guys don't hear. Is what happens before the podcast when we're chit-chatting like old betties around a, a yeah. pot of tea uh and afterwards and sometimes i have questions from my friends that you know that are more knowledgeable obviously than i am right. that have a, a background that i do not and so we just decided mm-hmm. hey why don't we put it out there to the general public and you know y'all help right. me out yeah and so here we are everyone who's listening if you guys if these guys not necessarily miss something, but if you have a different spin on it or a different opinion on it or something that we haven't discussed, or by all means, by all means, uh, email email the, the podcast. Um, we'll be more than happy to come on and do a part two and read what you said or, or listen to the voicemail that you left, and we can go from there. Yep. Yeah, that works too. All good right. old question and answer type of thing. Mm-hmm. Good. Yep. So that's that explains that explains your presence to the audience now. Yep. Uh, do, do we get a coin? I guess you do. I think I may have one. We, we still have fuck? some coins left over oh, somewhere. Okay. I think so. Well, I can't bitch. I got a hat, so that's good. Yeah, you should have also gotten the Woody hoodie. Mm-hmm. I did. It is fluffy. Yeah. My wife yeah. may have stolen it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I had to buy. I bought one for a friend of mine. I mean, bought it, you know, obviously we get a discount. <laughs> right. You hold, pay, you hold pay wholesale. Yeah. Um, but uh, my buddy that I went fishing with, you guys who watched Locker Room and stuff and saw mm-hmm. that I went pike fishing. We'll talk right. about that when I'm finally back. Um, his, He and his wife both fight over his whoopee when they're hanging out on the couch and they're like mm-hmm. snuggling under the blanket and stuff like that. They fight over using that. And so I gave him my whoopee hoodie. Right? Okay. And it all said, right. here, then you can have this. You're, you're my boy. We serve, you know, we, we work together and also stuff. I want you to have it. So he's like, this is sick. Sweet. He texts me a week later. He's like, my wife stole the whoopee hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known better. It's I, I, a hoodie, which I, women I, steal. It's a whoopee. Right. It's, Listen, it's more yeah. comfortable. I, I can yeah. get you a second one, but it's going to cost you this time. This time it's yeah. going to cost you. So this time it cost, I got his wife one. All right. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I guess without further ado, right? Yeah. So we have not, I, we may or may not have seen these videos. Marco mm-hmm. has sent me the link to mm-hmm. the first two. 
Right. I've got them ready to go. Um, should we start with the one that you labeled number one? Yeah. Yeah. So the first okay. one that I sent over to you is something that's actually hitting national news right now, which is a situation I believe is in Ohio where an 18-wheeler, um, uh, an officer noticed that the 18-wheeler was missing a mud flap on rear um, rear driver's side, which is cost enough to, you know, to do an inspection, which is very, very common. And I understand mm-hmm. that, right? Um, he, the suspect decided to take off and not pull over uh. immediately, which started the chase. Um, where it comes into the questioning is at the moment when the subject pulled over and was follow, uh, starting to what it seems like allegedly following the instructions of one set of officers. But this is a, at this point in time is a multi uh, agency situation with uh, looks like highway sheriffs and police, local, local County stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, all you know where this at is the at? Same time. I'm in Ohio. In, in Ohio. Ohio. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, if you pretty sure, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Ohio, but I could be mistaken that one with the second one. I hope I'm not wrong. But anyway, okay. um, so that's the. So I'll bring it up right now. Then and bring it up, and then we'll go from there. And for a lot of people listening, a lot of when we say multi-agency stuff, it's because a lot of these smaller uh, townships and, and cities, they don't have a lot of police. So when they go in pursuits, you generally have all the surrounding uh, cities um, coming in to aid help, especially Highway Patrol. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Okay, so they've got the dog, the guy's on his knees. Oh. So what's happening now? The guy is... Okay, uh, so yeah. So he's on, he had his knees out. Mm-hmm. He was down on his knees, his arms out, right? His arms are up. His arms are up and out. Mm-hmm. And then the dog was running away from the suspect and so, then turns around and runs towards the suspect. Right, so the, the, the canine officer... Do you see that lady? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Holy oh, yeah. Fuck. She's, she's like oh, covering her mouth. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, so, so he's the... Uh, yeah, so he's, he's listening to... Do not. So the dog. Oh, he, okay. He, the dog Shit. came out. Oh. Yeah, the dog. The dog did did not know where the suspect was and started charging the office. The other officers, the other set of officers, because the canine units are the ones over here are the the white ones over here on the left, right? Yeah. yeah. So the canine unit comes out and the canine unit arrived late. The canine unit officer, because now they just released they just released the body cam footage of the canine officer. The canine officer. So the, the suspect was following the instructions slowly, but following the instructions of the officers of which vantage point we just saw, right? Right. The canine officer shows up late. The canine officer starts uh, yelling orders to him. He is following the instructions of the other, the original um, officers that pulled him over. And right. the canine officer committed to releasing the dog. I don't know if you heard the footage, but in the footage, the original uh Officers that had pulled him over are yelling, "Do not release don't the dog! Don't send Do the dog. dog! He's don't got his hands dog. up! Don't, don't send yeah, yeah. the dog with and hands up!" The, and the officer sent the dog anyways. The dog, confused, goes charging the group of officers that are the first the first responders there. He gave him the command to to um, to turn around. Right. The dog turns yeah. around, and then at that point, the suspect was already on his knees without any officers touching them or prompting them or anything. Well, not he was prompt, obviously, but he was on his knees. And that's when you see the dog come in and bite yeah. him. And so from him. what I could see, the handler, you've got the contact officer, right, which is the point of view we're seeing. 
mm-hmm. or or the cover officer, I should say, because it looks like the contact officer might be the one in front that's blocking the view. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even know the terminology. That's what I'm here for. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm here for it. Uh, then you have from the median, right, the center lane. Mm-hmm, you've mm-hmm. got the canine handlers responding perpendicular to a fr- and from what looks to be the opposite side of the freeway highway. Yeah. Right, right. And now we'll get into like how this guy ended up along the side of the road to begin with, but I'm just setting it up for from our terminology to make sure yeah, yeah, yeah. we're on the same page. So it looks to me like the canine handler deploys with the dog, has control of the dog. It looks like the contact officer maybe heard or thinks heard him do it or thinks he's going to do it to release the dog starts saying don't send the dog he's got his hands up don't send the dog on the suspect with his hands up it looks to me you can't really see because the the officer in the front or whoever's in the front is Mm -hmm. blocking but it looks like he's already on his knees or getting on his knees Mm -hmm. and he's got his hands out the dog gets released starts to go towards the suspect and then headed heads towards the officer that's doing the talking. Right. Canine handler says here, gives the dog the recall command. And once the dog's turned back around, he points at the suspect. Right. And sends him <laughs> like <laughs> no idiot, not <laughs> him. Right. Him. Right. Was he then reaching? The dog goes in. Right. Can we watch it again and just see if he, when he went to his knees, if his hands stood up the whole time, or if when he started if at any point he started reaching into okay. his waistband or anything? So I'm gonna, I just I just found the body change. cam of the canine officer. I'm going to send that to the group right now as as okay. it looks right now, it doesn't look good. It and I'm always the first to to try to back a, a, an officer. You know what I mean? But yeah. At this point, like. Okay. Hey, man, you have a clear vantage point of the suspect. This um, trooper right here with the hands mm-hmm. in front of her face. I think it's her. Like, okay. Hands are he's on his feet. Hands are up. Hands are going down. So he rushes him. He's down on his knees. Hands are out. You know what? It looked like his left hand was reaching for something. If you back it up, but this, this, this you can't really tell arm, from that angle arm. Yeah. His, this officer's left arm is blocking his left arm, the suspect's left arm. And that's the only arm that I can't see. And when you kind of, when he kind of moves a little bit, when the officer kind of moves, it's blocking it. It kind of looks like his right arm is still up, but his left arm looks to be like towards his waistband. And if that's the case and he says no here and points at him, that makes sense because he's reaching for something and just because you are complying for the moment mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're complying 100%. And if you are reaching for something in the waistband, the off the canine officer will have a free-for-all and be able to send that dog on you because... Okay. Oh. I'm going to show you guys. I just sent but over... I don't know if you can bring it up. Look good. No, it's not look good. I'm going to... I just sent over the, the body cam footage from the canine officer. Okay. Is that What's in the email? That? Yeah, it's in the email. It's okay. it's over there now. Give us and more it, context. It, obviously, yeah, it gives us more. It gives you a lot more. Con- well, it gives you context from that because I li- I watched both, and you can if you can bring up the audio for that one, you can he- you can tell that he this it's it's hard to hear. It's hard to hear. I mean, you're on the highway, and he's mm-hmm. across okay. that medium, you know, on the opposite side. Um, All right, let's go look at it. 
This says warning. Video may be disturbing. Get on the ground or I'm going to send the dog. Okay, there's the advisement. Here comes the fur missile. How come I can't hear it? Can you hear it, Thomas? Because I can hear it. Yeah, I can hear it. No, I can't hear it over here. Chuck, you hear hear it? Mm -mm. Mm-mm. He's got a cock box. Hey, so I hope the listeners can hear it. He's saying, final chance, you're going to get bit. So he's got his arms out in front of him. Yeah. They're they're, they're not. uh, No, he he ain't reaching for shit. And it kind of looks like he's half-assed going on the ground, though. Yeah, but there was, but yeah. also the canine, the canine officer, the actual officer himself, not the dog. It's like was like four feet away. Hey, he turned his like, back I, on him. Like yeah, it was. He could have just gone. I can him. hear it. Hold on, I'm gonna tell you. He, so okay. he's he's get, so two officers are giving commands now. Mm-hmm. Canine officers giving commands, and you can you can hear the other officer yelling in the background. So now the suspect doesn't know who to answer to. Right, and the, he's saying, fun. "Police canine, you're gonna get bit. Get on the ground, or you're gonna get bit." Please scan out, you're going to get bit. Final chance, you're going to get bit. And then sends the dog and tells the guy to get down. The dog went the wrong direction. He says no. Gives him the bite command again. And the guy stands up and pulls away as the dog's coming towards him. Wouldn't you? Shit. And you're already on your knee? It's it's all fucked up. Um, Were they fucked up to begin with right off the bat? Mm -hmm. Is that canine officer? Wrong place. He creates a crossfire. It's bad tactics leading up to the mm. incident. So he should have bypassed all those vehicles, came back around next to where the officers are. That way, when he comes online with those officers, when the officers are giving commands, one, he gets better situational awareness. Two, he gets a clear, unobstructed view of the suspect's hands from the full frontal. Mm-hmm. Three, he's able to not have the confusing the confusion of dark people in blue or black and a suspect wearing dark colors with dark skin, right? So the dogs, fucking dogs are colorblind, right? So if you're wearing dark clothing, everyone else is wearing dark clothing. Dog doesn't know who to fucking go after. And you're already getting so close to this suspect, you know, that these these dogs are trained to be able to come up next to officers and not bite them, right? So that's why you should approach where all the other officers are. Um, if you are going to flank, flank on the same line as them. You don't come up behind downrange because if a deadly force situation arises and those officers have to take a shot, you and your dog are downrange and that's completely fucking dangerous and now those officers can't shoot. So not only are you fucking those officers, you're fucking yourself too because bad tactics leading up to an incident could put all this bullshit out of policy. Not to mention this homeboy, you stand right next to him, turn your back on him and then you tell him to bite him as he's going to his knees. It's not good. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this canine officer fucking. Okay, so I looked dog. it up. Okay, so I looked it I up. Haven't, I haven't, yeah, I haven't looked that up yet as far as uh, what's, if there's anything. Bad. Don't look good. Yeah, it's it's not good. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked it up. Canine officer oh. was fired. Mm. Oh. Yeah, well, he got fired. He didn't lose his dog. But, he got fired. okay, here's the weird part. I'm going to look. I'm sorry. I'm moving so that you guys can, okay. as I'm grabbing some. I'm, I'm mobile today, so I'm walking and talking to you guys. Um, he he was found to be, or the bite was found to be in policy, but he was fired. Uh, hmm. okay, Why? That's weird. Does it say any more? I'm not sure. I'm looking. Would that? I don't know if you guys know this because I don't think either one of you is around canine, but 
does that i've worked with him none none of that falls on 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 the dog right because the dog is following commands right i was it falls on the handler it falls on the handler the handler the dog that's why an officer himself so i i I get are you asking like like, will they put the dog down no i know they won't put the dog down but i don't i don't think i want to see the dog retired when the dog was following no, the man, you know, it would fall, it would fall on the handler. That's why most agencies now have gone to leashes, like a 10, 15, 20 foot leash. That okay. way the dog never goes off leash. It never fucking goes sure, rogue. Sure, sure. However, I have seen searches personally with dogs, not on leash. And it's a mm-hmm. free, a free search before that policy was enacted in my agency. And now they have to have it on a leash and it does hinder the operations, but it does negate a lot of like, shit like this because if that dog was to run you could pull it back and most of the time when you're sitting there like a canine handler will have a short leash with a quick uh quick release so when he's standing he can hold this dog out that's why you come online with the other officers and the dog's barking and you're like hey if you don't comply we're sending the dog we're sending the dog and if the suspect doesn't comply you just fucking send the dog and if they choose to comply at after that point if the dog's already been released well it's like a bullet you can't recall a bullet it's already fucking done. And, and if so, you failed to do that, that's, you know, but that's why they have the leashes. This guy is just running up and holding his collar. You know, um, I wouldn't be surprised if this agency ends up going to, to like more leash dogs. You know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I would say that, that there's a lot of agencies that are still going to go with just handlers with short leashes and letting them off. I mean, I worked a lot with the Canon handlers. They, they, they just let them off. Here's, here's what I can see. First of all, I don't know. So back up. I don't know where sending the dog falls within their use of force policy. At our right. agency, it was yeah, not it was dead, deadly force, right? Mm-hmm. It was not. Our, I don't no. know what it is at your agency. Um, uh, it's not deadly it force. It was just below. It was basically about the same level as a baton, right? So if you could beat yeah, him sure. with a stick, I can see that. Yeah, you could send that. a dog at him. Yeah, I mean, as a, as a civilian, I, I can see where that makes right. sense. It's a pretty reasonable policy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd I, rather I, get I, hit by a stick than mauled by a dog. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's, you know, just me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and canines are highly effective because suspects are always afraid of, I don't know what that dog will do. Like, they know what it really? takes for you to shoot them. Right. They don't necessarily know, like, when you can send the dog or anything like that. So there's that. But... In this video, Chuck's right. That canine handler's in a shit position tactically. And I don't know if any other canine handlers that listen or have watched, like it'd be interesting to get uh, Elliot's perspective on this, having handled dogs for so long. But just from an officer safety standpoint, you don't want to put yourself downrange like that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. And number one. Number two, he immediately started giving commands the second he shows up on scene. And he is just mm-hmm. as far away from the suspect. It's not like he's in a better position and they relinquish control of the situation to him. He starts giving commands, right? Like it's like it's free. Um, mm-hmm. While there's already a primary officer, you do that on my call, I'm going to jump your shit. And I don't yeah, care. Like, who shut you. up. Right. Yeah, you blame. I mean, you, you'll get mm-hmm. a You'll get an earful from me if you show up to my call. Sorry, I don't care if you have a dog. You show up and you start giving commands to my suspect we're gonna have words what's the policy uh, about yeah. that is the, the, the first source because i i have seen videos in the other videos that i watch i have seen where there has been multiple officers and even um multiple officers showing up at the same time all right. yelling commands at the same time and even yeah, for bad. my for myself it would, it's, it sounds confusing and 
I'm not there. I can only speculate. Obviously, I've I, luckily I've never mm. been in that position. But it sounds confusing. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought I muted this bitch. I apologize. Hold on. Sorry. Let me, let me take that down. Uh, you so don't that. ever apologize for that ringtone. Oh yeah, the yeah the old contra. Yeah. Makes me want to press <laughs> up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. Sweet ass, you do. Uh, sorry. Anyways, so the, I don't think I would venture to guess that I would, if I were to bet, I would bet that there isn't a single agency that has a policy about it, other than the two policies of if you're assigned the call, it's yours until somebody takes it over or you catch it, you clean it. Right. Those are the, like, if you pull the car over, you're the contact officer, you're in control. It's your call. You bought it. You, you own all the paperwork, you own the arrest, unless by mutual agreement, somebody takes the call or, or you are ordered to give it to somebody. So like, if I pulled, if I, if I'm you and I are, you live in the same town where I work, Mm-hmm. And I pull you over. Mm-hmm. I own you as pulling you over for drunk driving, but I could always call Sergeant and be like, "Hey, um, I know this dude. I, I don't want to. I, I don't want to be put in this position. So I'm going to take myself off the car. right." And then and you then have they to assign somebody over. else, right, to take it over. Yeah. But in a dynamic situation like that, where everybody's showing up at the same time, if you work with your guys long enough and you work with your guys often enough, you guys will develop a rapport. You'll hear who got assigned to the call. You'll know who show. If I showed up first and I'm not assigned to the call, I am going to give commands until such time as the primary officer gets there. And if I see that he's not taking over and he's, he's taking a cover officer role to me, I'm going to maintain that position as the contact officer until such time as we get the situation under control Mm -hmm. and I can formally say, all right, here's what you got and hand it off to him. Right. If I show up and it's my call and there's a guy who's getting the, the call under control or the situation handled, I'm going to maintain a cover position until such time as we can hand it off. Unless, Unless he's fucking it up. Uh, right. Unless yeah. <laughs> it's my call and he's fucking it up. And I'm be like, dude, shut up. I got it. It's my call. I'll handle it. And then so, I completely correct them. I'm right. sure that's the same way Absolutely. as your agency. And 100%. I, I would be willing to bet that's how everybody does it. Exactly. And you know, based on if you're working at a station or a, an agency long enough, you know those guys on the, on the radio. You know your beat partners. So you know who's showing up, who's already there, who's fucked up, who's not fucked up. And mm-hmm. they should know you. And you mm-hmm. have this unwritten thing. And now when K9 comes into play, um, a lot of agencies have patrol canines that will will respond to a call. You can call them up okay. while you're in route or you're in a fucking pursuit. You're like, hey, let's get canine on this in case he bails. And patrol canines in the pursuit with you, they're rolling along with you, except for my agency. We do not have a patrol canine. We have a canine division. So canines, uh, when they come, cool. they have a full-blown incident command system uh, separate from ours on patrol. They'll come up. They will take over and assume... Um, uh, incident command and the search from this point forward. What primary unit will do, the primary officers and, those two, and the two people in that car, they will mm-hmm. go over to the incident command and they will give out all the pertinent information to the IC of K9. Then they will disseminate that to their officers who are searching with more than one dog, mostly. Sometimes what's you get IC? one, sometimes you get like three. Um, and they Good will check. disseminate that. What's up? Sorry, what's IC stand for? Incident command, incident Thank commander. You. So when, once the when they take over the IC and the incident command, um, you give all that info. You go to their like uh, CP, which is you know just a, a command post, and uh-huh. you give all that info. And you can either be on the search with the head canine, 
or you sit back and you give out other information. Generally, the one partner will sit back and the other one will go on the search. That way uh, you keep primary involved the whole fucking time. That way it's not a big fuck, uh, fuck up on the report. And they'll go in and then when K9 starts giving commands, you are no mm -hmm. longer giving commands. You are there to, to provide cover and so that nothing is fucked up because those are those guys' dogs and they work with them and they're the ones who give the commands. Now, other agencies that do patrol canines, you know, and things like that, they probably know each other, you know, and have rapport because they work on a fucking canine, you know, in the patrol sector mm -hmm. deal. And they have a little bit more of a rapport. But with us, they was just... You know, they come on scene, they take control mm. and things like you, that. Obviously, it seems like it was different for you as far as them taking control, because as soon as he said that, you're like, mm, I don't know about that. No, I was listening to what he was saying mm. and agreeing. I was just like, mm, that's interesting that it's the same no matter where you go. Right? Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah. So, so maybe maybe that was the case here where because um, he, he cooks in the it, kitchen, though. 100%. That's what it looks like to me, too. And you can see that, obviously, the different uniforms is a telltale sign. And from another report that, I, that, I, that I've seen in the longer video, you can see where the, the local police was the one with the canine unit. Um, and maybe that's their policy versus the sheriffs or the state troopers. And that's where the confusion came in, with, where maybe. as soon as the handler came out, the canine officer comes, comes out, he starts... I was gonna say barking commands. See what I did there? See what I did there? So yeah. he's, you know, he comes out, starts, starts yelling commands, and in his mind or his training or his his uh, department policy, as soon as he steps on scene with the with the fur missile, as as uh, Thomas Lovingly right. called him, right? Yep. Maybe mm -hmm. in his mind, he was like, "I'm here now. I have the fur missile now. This guy should be listening. I'm taking over per our department policy and go from there." I mean, it still seems like there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. He like that at least on my. He should have went up there and, and stand right next, stood right next to him. That sure. way, they can be like, "Hey, I'm going to start giving commands for the dog. Watch out, blah blah blah." But right, if right, right. he was already knowing, like showing up, he comes behind him, comes online. Um, he sees the primary officer giving commands. The suspect's complying at that point. He should be like, "Okay, well, I'm here. If you need me, let me know." And the dog just keeps barking, you know. And you then, know, right, you know Thomas? Like, well. So I was just reading um, oh. this. This is going to get interesting. We may we, we may want to <laughs> uh, deeper, deeper so, dive. So in here's it? the question: Do you want to watch the other video and then come back to this at the end when I tell you what happened to him, or do you want what, what happened to the officer? Like in in in, total? in this canine? Yeah, oh yeah. Well, I mean, we're talking so this about is. We're talking about it right now, so we might as well yeah, like, can do it. Okay, yeah, because this is not the video. This is interesting, and okay. it, it it unpacks a whole other can of worms. Ch Chuck will understand as soon as you. It, but this will honestly help the the uh, the listeners too. So it sounds okay. like he was in policy, right? Um, okay. I I would never have sent the dog. I don't think, but I wouldn't have either. Right. So. Um, there's a Circleville Police Department fired officer Ryan Speakman last week. His termination came after an incident where he released his police dog following a lengthy police pursuit on Jadarius Rose. Okay, so that's what we just watched. Right. Uh -huh. Now, it says uh, footage from the incident, was, which shows the 23-year-old with his hands up to surrender when the dog was released. Review board later determined that Speakman's deployment of his canine was within departmental policy regarding the use of force and canine operating policies. 
that's where I've never seen their policy. And I don't know, I can't speak to what their actual policy exactly, says. Yeah. If right. that deployment was in policy, it may have been one of those things like, well, it, you probably shouldn't have done it, but you know, based on our policy, like you made a judgment call and we get it. It just was the wrong call. Right. 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 But it was still within policy. I, you know, hmm. Okay, so there's the big iffy question is what their policy says, because I can tell you right now, my department and probably Chuck's department, this would have been out of policy. Yeah. Because you did not have enough to engage the suspect with a police baton. You had somebody who was non-compliant from a distance after a pursuit. He was not combative. He was just non-compliant. Right. Okay. Okay. So, okay okay that makes sense he's not he's not fighting right right he's, he's not, not threatening he's not moving as fast as he wants he's, he's just not really comp- yeah he's not doing what he's you need non-compliant him to do. sure kind of doing it kind sure. of not okay like lazily yeah sure mm-hmm. right. i get it okay yeah so it's within department policy but the ohio patrolman's benevolent association representing the officer posted a statement said he was fired without cause documents obtained uh through the freedom of information act said that he was terminated for violating department policy specifically for, and this is interesting, they actually quote the policy. Okay. Okay. What do you think he was fired for, Chuck? He was probably fired for uh, tactics leading up to the situation. Okay. That's what I thought. Like, I'm say, this was the whole, you're in policy, <laughs> right? Or, yeah. Go I'm, ahead, Marco. Yo, I'm going to say it's something unrelated like he was late for a shift or he was oh. like off <laughs> okay you know what I'm saying? it's because it sounds like it right. sounds like they're, they're doing it to appease both sides like you can't we're not gonna right. fire you because you're okay. you're, un, you're under policy but we're gonna we have to find some way to do something okay. so now i'll clue fine. you in right okay. like well, a sacrificial lamb like yeah, we have sacri- to find a reason to fire sure. okay sure. this he was fired specifically for quote unauthorized and inappropriate intentional release of confidential or protected information materials data forms or reports obtained as a result of their position at, within the department oh so he, so completely fucking unrelated he did something and released some shit okay <laughs> then there's a local newspaper okay. that was reporting that he was fired for alleged dishonesty to superiors. Okay. Okay. Now we all, we've talked about this before you lie, you're going to get fired, right? Mm -hmm. So here's where we, here's where it gets weird. The documents include, include a July 25th report from the police department where, uh, from the chief of the department where he said he received reports of the officer crying and talking with other employees about being stressed over the incident. Okay. okay. So the use of force review into uh, the decision to deploy the canine details an internal investigation into the officer allegedly releasing confidential information and deceiving the chief when asked about the disclosure. The chief wrote the department's deputy chief spoke to the officer specifically and told him, quote, Mm -hmm. that he needed to stop going around to everyone and talking about the deployment. And despite receiving that order, he continued to approach other employees upset and crying. And then the chief ordered him to stop 
and said, quote, if you are confident that you follow training and policy, there's no reason to act this way. So it's kind of fucked up. Then, right? Like <laughs> the chief oh basically. Oh, yeah, Jesus. I smell a lot. He, he said, compile a list of everyone he spoke to the dog about. And then ultimately the list grew outside of police department employees. Right? So mm. it sounds like the chief, pe- people the chief said, him and he was don't talking. be talking to nobody about this. Right. I don't care how upset you are. He talked to department employees and the chief said, you can't talk to anybody about this, which, yeah, dude, this is a huge issue, right? This is like, you've been involved in something that's making national headlines. You need to keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Right. doesn't matter how upset you are. I'm sure your agency does it because mine does it. When you get involved in the categorical incident, which this is a categorical incident, it's not a, it's, we would consider this probably a low cat, you know, um, it'd be categorical because someone got bit, you know, it's pretty fucking bad. Yada, yada. The extent of the injury is determined categorical or not. And then when you're involved in that, when you've been uh, interviewed, they say, do not talk about this with Uh anybody who's who's Hmm. involved are not involved until the sure. incident has been cleared because we don't want any information getting out during our investigation that would jeopardize it or sway one side or to another. Every They want independent statements from everybody. So you right. can't sure. speak to people about it. Right. And so it sounds like he, he w- not only was speaking to other department uh, employees about it, but then he spoke to people outside of the department. And then when they were doing the investigation into who he talked he may have lied, fudged, omitted, or sure. misrepresented who he spoke to about it, and they got him for lying. So it may okay. be you may be right. You may be right, Marco, that he um like he was a sacrificial lamb. They may have like trumped up the charges of him lying. Yep. Uh, That's to, not uncommon. to sacrifice him because they couldn't get him for the bad bite. But Let's face it, it's entirely possible that he screwed up and flapped his lips when he shouldn't have I mean, and also he, spoke outside of the circle that he was allowed to speak outside of. And then when he lied about it, he got fired. If you yeah. see the raw video, because um, I was like, even cut down one of the body cam photos, they released the body cam footage, his body cam footage, I think yesterday, the day before, and I caught it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's immediately nonstop talking mm-hmm. to other officers like, from his department immediately nonstop as far as like, oh, when, when I walked up and he's like, you know, you know ex- explaining, justif- justifying his actions, so on and so forth. This, this is what I saw. But I I, I, I could see that. I could see where mm-hmm. he was just trying to get ahead of it, you know, for himself. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe he's externally debriefing it, you know, sharing with other people, like yeah. here, sharing with other people that he worked with to, get other no this is what really happened no no yeah yeah right Mm -hmm. this was going i mean i think this for me one of the scariest parts of the video is not the bite for me it's this one of the scariest parts of the video is like like chuck was saying he turns his back to the suspect if the suspect was armed at that point and went to the draw that all all shit would have been held all shit would have broken loose because the dog wasn't there at that time that he was four or five feet away from from the suspect downrange from the rest of the, the the support the supporting officers at that point it very interesting that no department policies based on what you guys broke down and, and i'm listening to what you guys are saying that 
that part of it wasn't brought up at all. I mean, I don't think that would be grounds for termination. It definitely may, maybe be a disciplinary action, but that's once Chuck brought that up, it get my mind racing. And I was like, oh, wow, that's crazy. I wouldn't even thought about that, but you're, you're right. He, he's crazily put himself uh, in danger as well, too. If I were to guess, if I were to guess, mm-hmm. I would guess that this is a case of somebody being so scared of what just happened to them. Like black guy unarmed. He mm-hmm. sent the dog to bite him when other people were telling him not to. Sure. And he is so terrified of what's going to happen to him on right. the public stage. Right. He, like you said, he's trying to get ahead of it. Right. And uh, was he a sacrificial lamb? I don't know. Did he probably grew up and maybe do a little bit too much talking? I mean, for all we know, he could even put out a social media post out there. Ooh. He could, you know, oh, like, shut you know, up. no way. I mean, he could have, I mean, probably <laughs> I think that would be, I think we would know if that was the case. They would you, right. I think somebody would, some reporter would have dug up that social media post. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, all right. There's a, that's crazy. there's a couple key takeaways to take away from this, though. Mm-hmm. If you're a canine handler, Don't fucking about lie. canine or another officer, just whatever is sure. key takeaways. And this is why we do these debriefs. One, slow the fuck down. Two, right. open your fucking eyes and, and survey the situation before mm-hmm. you even decide to do anything. It takes one or two seconds. Survey. Okay. Where's the suspect at? Where are my partners at? Okay. I need to get okay. over there. Okay. Move. Now you move. Now you're there. And then you survey again. Okay. What's going on? Is he listening? Is he not listening? You know, where in relation to other people is he before I send okay. this fucking dog, take a couple fucking seconds to slow down and know your policies, know your procedures, know what fucking crossfire is. And mm-hmm. don't put your partners in a position that fucks them. You know, more guns downrange, the better. But now yep. you only have one gun downrange because you're fucking you're it because now yeah, you're in she took herself out of the damn fight right mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. so key takeaways on that is just open your fucking eyes slow down be smart know your policy and give your yourself better situational awareness and situational advantage um and meet with your fucking partners that way you can talk to them without yelling and they don't have to yell at you because your adrenaline's rushing pursuit post-pursuit tactics people are adrenaline's through the fucking roof right Slow the fuck down. Break your tunnel vision. Break what's going on. Come up online with everyone else. That way, now you have a clear background. And if yeah. something happens and he produces a weapon, you're not going to be sending the dog. You're going to be right. sending fucking rounds. So rounds. Okay. you got to be smart about it. And unfortunately, this this canine officer, he had a bad day. He fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it ultimately cost him his job. Okay. So um, let's see. Boy. Let's play. Let's play. Marco does it pass the smell test? All right. And we won't talk about policy. Okay. We won't talk about law. Sure. We will just talk about a civilian's perspective versus two cops perspective. Okay. Would you give this good police work or bad police work? What's the grade? On on who's No, no scale. Is this good police work or bad police work? You know, the cane, are you talking about the canine officer? Yeah, Not obviously what we're talking no, about, no, what no, happened no. overall, everything that went down. Them themselves. I, I have to say, it's non-passing. No, it's, it's not, it's right. not good. This work. But unfortunately, it's like one, one, one bad apple spoiled the bunch. Uh, yes. The rest of the, the, rest of the officers, like, I, I, I'm actually glad, the one thing that I'm glad of 
if I have to be glad of anything, is that no one is throwing shade to any of the other responding officers because right. all the other responding officers were were even yelling and telling him not to send the dog. Um, they're, they're going through the paces. They're getting him out of the car. They're staying, you know, far enough away. They're covering each other. You know, right. it's like, uh, that's, so it's hard for me to say, was this good police work or bad police work? The canine no, officer, but what I think, bad police work, I think right? ultimately what you have to, you have to look at it on the whole, right? And this is why I right. want your, this is why I want to go for a simple grade. I want the smell sure. test, the, 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 you know, bird's eye view. When you look at the situation in total, and you add up whatever what every cop did, yeah, 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 and you include that guy, what the canine officer did, and then you look at what the suspect did, and you look at what happened to the suspect. You, here's I think a, you you thing. look at the negatives, and you right. look at the positives, yeah. and ultimately the negatives in total outweigh the positives in total. It took which down makes the it bad of, police work. It, it took down the grade of the whole group. You know, right. this is it became a group assignment in high school or in college. Yeah. And you were unfortunately paired off with that one person that was having a I'm not gonna call him a douchebag or, or insult him, right? I'm gonna say the the person who had a bad day and made right. a bad judgment. And unfortunately, you're graded as a group and a group assignment, right. and he, he failed his part, which then took down the yep. entire fucking thing. The entire exactly. group and the entire group failed because of that, because of one right. shortcoming. I, I, that's why the other officers aren't fired because the one officer was like, don't send the dog, don't say, ah, shit, he sent the dog. And that's right. why the, Here's the, the one officer one. had that, that funny response of Chuck caught yes. right in the beginning, when, like, turn around. He's like, oh, God. He's like, oh, this is really bad. This, this is really bad. So, really bad. I bet you, Tom, they're probably underrating, uh, operating under the old uh, use of force policy that I used to operate under, and I'm assuming your agency probably did as well which where if you non-compliance you could oc spray you could fucking you could fucking mm, basically we could never fucking, send the dog for non-compliance i'm not i'm not i'm not saying non-compliance i'm just saying if they're operating under a really old because okay so you have federal standards and you have state standards and a lot mm. of times the federal standards is a lot looser than our state standards especially here mm. in california right. so i could see you know, and, and fuck, it's really hard to see if that hand was coming down. But even then, it doesn't look I, good. It, and if, I, dude, I saw on the on the body cam footage from the canine handler. He's dude. It's he's his so arms screwed. out. Yeah, he's his screwed. arms are like, out. Like right. from his body. So we don't, we're running out of time. We got to watch if we if we want to watch the second one. So I'm going to put on the second one. Hey, Thomas, quick question while you're looking that one up. Sure. Oh, you already have it up. I've got it. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, What's real, your question? Real quick. One last question on this one is um, you're talking about use of force, baton yeah. equals king is. A canine considered essentially a like a, a weapon when you when when it scales down like that. Because um, for yeah. example, mm -hmm. if I may, you're deploying um, a weapon system. Uh, okay, okay, so it's, so it's more like a flashbang or smoke because obviously if if uh, if somebody has themselves barricaded in a car or in a house and you know that there's essentially no weapons, but you're going to send a canine. I'm going to send a canine. In, I'm going to send a canine. In, it's more considered um, a tactical weapon, right? It's more considered. Well, like, you can send a canine in that doesn't bite. Listen, you can send the canine in just to find somebody. Um, and then when the dog finds yeah. him, he will sure, sit sure, there sure. and bark at him. Right. But with this, that's not what this is. That was oh, no, no. deliberately is... sending the dog for a bite. So that oh, was yeah, deploying a weapon. Missile. Sure. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here we go. This is from the Illinois 
Wisconsin, Michigan area. It looks the big like story tonight, the tapes, the trooper, his questionable past. The seven investigators obtaining stunning body cam video in the death deadly of a ATV crash on his ATV. Oh, 15 year old Damon Grimes died last August. You guys can he hear was, it, right? He was being yeah, chased yeah. by a Michigan state trooper when they taste it. Tonight, <gasps> video oh, oh pause it for a second. Pause. Yeah. Did we not just do an, a, a debrief regarding tasers and when not uh, to use Yes, we did. Yes, we did. So <laughs> let's go because this is, yeah. Keep pressing. Shocking comments from officers after the crash. Okay, Our let's big see story here. investigation begins with seven investigator Ross Jones to show you what that video okay. reveals. The horrific scene is all this is going to be crazy. Video 25 hours. Cameras to dash cams, even video shot by witnesses. What's Fuck. almost as shocking as Grimes' death are the disturbing and sometimes insensitive comments by other officers on the scene. Okay, let's see here. They had to hit him. Look how his bike bent up. I need justice for my little brother. It is a violation of our departmental policy to fire a taser from a moving vehicle. They need to be called. What about Adam? I miss him every day. <laughs> <laughs> On August 26th last year, a Michigan State Trooper was in pursuit of 15-year-old Damon Grimes. These videos tell the story of his senseless All right. That's a hit piece. Well, Grimes rode his red ATV on Rossini Drive in Detroit. Okay. Trooper Mark Bessner's oh. squad car was in pursuit. When Grimes didn't pull over, Bessner shot him with a taser. Oh. Violation of department policy. Grimes crashed into a parked truck. What happened? Okay. Oh, okay. Quickly, nearby Moral support. SP and Detroit police respond to the scene. There, standing over Grimes' body, is Trooper Bessner. Can you get a, can you get a mask out of it? He, I, okay. But quickly, I Ryan's can just think about what's going on. Other officers watch. Do that officers listen. Or, my. Well, most officers uh. arriving on the scene turn their body cameras on. Some appear to turn theirs off. As one officer arrives, oh, oh, fuck, fuck. placing his hand over her body camera. Immediately, she turns her camera off. It's, these are all people that don't want to be on the fucking witness list. Hold on, list. hold on, you gotta, you gotta hear what he said. Where's my man? Okay, the man who just said that is black, so that's not a race thing. No, 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 no not at all. When EMS Real talk, though, he's not wrong. ...was pronounced dead. Hours later, police were still on the scene. As the sun set, they used a hose to clean up the crime scene where a 15-year-old lost his life. Yeah, that's what you do. Okay, I can't deal with this fucking reporter anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I, I was trying to find the raw footage. But the raw footage itself it was pieced together, and it was like 25 minutes long, or like 20 minutes long. So I'm okay, sorry I wasn't able to find that. Okay, so okay, hold on, hold on. He's going on I want you to TV. tell me what you think this is. 
first before I, we even get into it. Do, I just sorry, want, do, I need, do I need to answer this motherfucker cowboy yes, hanging out the window yes, and firing I, a taser off at this fucking teenager on an ATV because he wouldn't pull okay, over? Okay. Okay. Go on. Yeah, it's not good, dude. It's fucking. I mean, bad. I don't. There's no. There's no justification for that use of <sighs> for that use of force at that point. Like you know, what I'm saying mm. like, I no. I'm just. No, I'm just. Fortunately, no, yeah. there are rules regarding tasers, and we've talked about it pretty in depth. Yeah, in depth. Um, I wish I would have known that. Cannot, would have great. This would have been great for the use of taser uh, episode. Yeah, yeah. You cannot, you cannot um, tase someone from an elevated platform. Doesn't even matter if you're on the roof with them or on the same elevated mm-hmm. platform. It's still an elevated yep. platform. You're not allowed to tase. You are not oh. allowed to shoot from a moving vehicle unless there's like a deadly, like you can articulate the fucking reasons why you're deviating from policy. So yeah, when you're it, it better be deadly force. It, yeah, it, like you're getting shot at. You're in a fucking dude. Like it's a shootout on wheels. Okay, so, a, so if this guy, if this guy said, "I it was deadly force because he was about to run over a one year old baby," and I knew that if I shot him, it would kill the passenger, so I had to tase him. Mm-hmm. You're still going to have a hard time justifying that because they're going to say he's yeah. driving a vehicle, and by tasing him, you're creating more of a hazard that'll kill the baby and kill like the passenger. And at that point, like, right. yeah, like at yeah, that, at, like, at what point can you just ram him? So tasing, no... I, I, I just you can invent scenarios and still be hard pressed to find one where that is justifiable. Yeah, because I even got in trouble for tasing while I was running. I was in a foot pursuit. I tased someone. They were fucking five feet in front of me. He started reaching into his waistband. I was like, fuck that. Wow. And I tased him as he's running. He ate shit. <laughs> and uh, I fucking tackled him. Actually, sorry. I'm sorry. Taser had no effect because he was wearing a jacket. And mm. I was like, fuck. So then I just caught up to him and said, fuck it. I'm going to tackle him. I can't let him just like pull out a weapon because I couldn't see. And he was a burglary suspect. And that was... In policy, but the use of the taser was out of policy. But the use of force hey, was in policy. How accurate so, is the, is a taser? Like when you're when you're deploying the taser, like uh, as far five as to fifteen, five, five to fifteen, 15 for, feet. For that's a spread. It. You can go zero, but you're not going to get spread. Five is a good spread. Fifteen mm-hmm. is your max deviation of of the darts. So if you're just aiming center oh, mass and you're at fifteen, you might hit him in the ankle and might hit him in the fucking sternum. So someone's yeah. like maybe. Right, so someone's you know squirming around. There's still a good chance that you'll miss. With the dart, right? The, yeah, there's, there's yeah, a good yeah. chance of that. Yeah, close, close up. You want to drive stun them. You want to put the taser right up against them and pull the right. trigger. Okay. Yeah, and then and then you move the darts. Or you keep the darts in it, and then you move mm-hmm. it to a different part of his body to lock it up. But mm-hmm. here, here's the thing: if someone's riding an ATV. You're mad, and contempt of cop comes into play real big. You're mm-hmm. you're mad. Your big dick is getting thrown around. You're like, well, he's not listening. Okay, but he's also a dumbass kid who wants to be right. grown, like this guy said. He's acting fucking dumb. Right. Right. Let him run out of gas. Let him fucking do something stupid. Follow him at a distance. He's on an ATV. He can go places you cannot. He's gonna eat shit eventually. So put it out. Let people in the area know, but do not throw your fucking taser out the window and fucking cock. And he falls off because he's gonna lock up. It's gonna do what it's supposed to be gonna do. He's either gonna hit the fucking throttle and go harder, or he's gonna mm-hmm. lock up and he's gonna fall off and he's gonna bust his melon open, and that's what happened. Not good. There's so many ways to handle this. First of all, okay. So the bottom line is, and, and let's address the, the the black cop who was saying you want to be a grown ass man, you, you're gonna do grown ass man shit, you're gonna deal with grown ass consequences. I get it. Yeah. Right. But let's back up and be human beings for a second. That's okay. tasteless for sure. It's not only is it tasteless, 
But what you're telling me is that you believe that if somebody is riding a quad around town, they deserve to die, right? Like that's a death penalty Mm -hmm. offense. No, I I would, I would love to get more information on the pursuit and how long it lasted and what speeds it got up to, because all of those things factor into it. Right. But the, the first and foremost is why are you initiating a pursuit on a 15 year old on a quad? Right. Yeah. They're, he's not going to listen. No. I mean, I could tell you a pursuit story. I, 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 well, I can't, I shouldn't, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't involved, but I heard it and I went, yeah, that worked, but mm, you know what I mean? Wait a and so in this case, what happens if you can't tell the story? Well, I guess it, I guess it doesn't apply. Here. This is, it doesn't apply here. This is not this is, okay. Um, okay. It's different in the right. War stories is, that's versus the, the, the yeah, war stories versus locker. Exactly. Different liabilities, Smokey. Yeah, Um, that's fair. And again, it didn't happen to me. Um, And it wasn't anything that was um, illegal or immoral or wrong. It was just one of those like, bro, you know, while policy may not specifically prohibit that, I think you're outside of the scope and, you know, general idea of what we would do and how we would handle a situation. Right. And that's kind of like, it's this, this is that on a much grander scale. Right. And he, because he's actually out of policy. I don't know. In it, it, obviously this officer thought somehow tasing would be a good idea or the right way to stop the situation. But I wonder if you asked that same officer a split second before he tased him, Hey, um, you want to ram him? Would he have gone, yeah, ram him? Like, or was, did did he go through his options and go, I need to tase this dude. That's the best option. Would you, you would you ram a motorcycle? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, only deadly force. If you had to absolutely use your vehicle as a weapon. If that dude's riding the motorcycle, spraying a tech nine into a crowd, I'm going to ram his ass and run him over. Absolutely. But that's not this. Justified. Yeah, for sure. No. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. No, this is not good. Any way you look at it, any which way you look at it. It's not good. You know, at no point should you be firing a fucking taser sure. outside of a moving vehicle to another moving vehicle because that person's going to lock up, lose all control. And now you've just created a bigger missile. I mean, if, if you, it, it, yeah. And if, and this cop who's making the comments about him being a grown ass man, he needs to recognize that. And he needs to recognize what his partner did. And he, and instead of just automatically because that sounds like defensiveness from somebody who knows it's fucked up right you right. know like like when you fight with somebody and they're in the wrong mm-hmm. and they start to be well you know you shouldn't have blah, 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 you shouldn't have, blah, blah. and they start taking that attitude that's exactly what this is to me that's what it smells right. like it smells like this guy's looking at the scenario going this is fucked but right. ultimately i'm not gonna i'm not gonna you know, take sides against my uh, my fellow officer. So right, I'm gonna tell right. you that this kid shouldn't have been out here fucking around. Yeah, the kid shouldn't have been out there mm. fucking around. Absolutely. He didn't deserve to die for it. But right, that cop shouldn't mm. have tased him right. on a quad. I mean, from also, a police car. Which one is the greater evil, dumbass? Well, even yeah, if like, he hadn't passed away from the flip or hitting, you know, locking up and hitting, obviously ramming into that that stationary vehicle. At the at the best case scenario, at that point he he tenses up, falls off, and breaks a collarbone. Maybe breaks his back. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, or brain bleed. 
fucking or, at what I point mean, did you not just consider shooting or... the tire since we're coming up with bad ideas <laughs> dude I mean, you're not wrong that's some fucking hollywood that right shit there. oh yeah. I, like I, I oh i couldn't deploy a spike strip so i just shot his tire okay what yeah, like, and that, have... yet, that still would have yielded a better result than tasing someone operating yeah. a motor vehicle a quad yeah a quad just... i mean and those are just like a motorcycle i mean you you can't control it. You can't break it. You're, you're fucking. You're a missile now. You're dead. You, you know. And I mean, could have this have all been prevented if this kid just fucking listened and, and pulled over and got a yes, shit pounded? Yes, absolutely. You know sure. Yeah, but 100%. if once he takes off and he's at high rates of speed, you have to. You in every fucking agency they have this, especially throughout the academy. Like they go over this exact learning domain. It's risk right. versus reward during a pursuit, right. and mm-hmm. you should have yearly or by uh by yearly or not by yearly but every two years whatever the fuck that is you should have a pursuit update policy where you go over all the new shit mm-hmm. you go over all the policies and procedures that you, you mm-hmm. go over it so you're brushed up on it we did you it know, every year when we got our exactly. email yeah I, I, me too um you I did know use of force like. you did pursuit you did use of force mm-hmm. and you did uh sexual harassment <laughs> those are the three <laughs> oh. you did every year oh. yeah you know it's you a know, police department when you got to do sexual harassment every year, yeah. regardless. You, you know, and the, the kid, yeah, he fucked up, but he doesn't get des- he doesn't deserve to get tased no. off of that motorcycle because if those things work, they work really well. If they don't, it's, it just hurts a little bit. But when they work, they work really fucking well, and you cannot move your shit. Like you're stuck, you're paralyzed. You're uh, fucking zapped. bro, whiskey throttle. Way to go, whiskey oh, throttle. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right yeah. into the truck i mean i yeah. like that's what if I'm he did that's what I'm the, he couldn't have grabbed brake or clutch unless his no. hands were on the the already the, on the, the yeah. grips for the brake yeah. or the clutch but yeah. he sure as hell could whiskey throttle because his hand was on the throttle at least and i'm assuming it's a going, just, it's a twist oh, grip throttle but yeah, i mean uh, quads or push with your thumb i mean are all quads easier. thumb push uh yeah okay so then you freaking your grip yeah. goes tight and your yeah. freaking thumb just, just hits that thing it yep yeah i mean and and when people get scared anyways i see it all the time they whiskey whiskey throw that motherfucker doesn't matter if you're yeah. on a bike or a quad fuck i've done it on a quad i got scared and i was like fuck and this just happens you clench hard and it fucking goes because it's your fucking thumb it's opposable you're already right. on that grip and pressing and holding it mm-hmm. and if you tighten really fucking hard to make a fist now you're fucking pinning that bitch and you're gonna eat shit like the cop the f- takeaways again slow the fuck down take some take a breath don't take everything so fucking seriously right with with someone not listening to you be like oh fuck this i'm the law yeah you are the law but slow the fuck down that's a kid okay yeah. doesn't even matter if it was an adult it's still a fucking person you have to utilize better judgment know your policies and procedures because if you deviate from that it's like you you're just committing a crime at this point it makes you know better than Mm-hmm. the fucking criminals on the street you are knowingly breaking policy by shooting out of a fucking moving conveyance mm-hmm. onto another moving conveyance a vehicle yep and fucking hitting them with a fucking taser mm-hmm. just slow down yeah. call in more units call in an airship yeah. track this motherfucker i don't know right. keep eyes on him let him eat shit just let follow him, him. on his own yeah you got let a bigger gas tank than he does yeah he'll tc or he'll draw, he'll ride home, and you just stop and get him at his house. 
there's so many better ways to handle the situation i think what happened was is the cop was just pissed well so i think you 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 said that earlier and i think you nailed it it's contempt so mark if you don't know no i I can't i can't there's a phrase contempt of cop contempt of cop okay well you've heard of contempt of court where the judge can fine you or throw you in jail sure well contempt of cop is the when you can taste somebody out the window imaginary charge okay (laughs) that you get charged with when you get arrested for something chicken shit or you get an ass whooping that is a little bit harder than maybe it needed to be oh yeah i ran across a video where a cop broke this guy's shoulders because he asked him why he had a handcuff key and he said because i'm into kinky shit like that cop didn't like that hemmed him up a little too hard and broke some shit on him i mean was he using reasonable force sure did the suspect's shoulder break absolutely was it because of what he said Prove yeah, it. <laughs> it was. It was, it was <laughs> He's yeah, like, it's my could... girlfriend. My girlfriend likes to tie me up. I just like to be able to get yeah. out. So, so here, here's what I'll say about contempt of cop. It, there, it is a necessary evil at times. Every yeah. cop needs to have that command because it comes with command presence, right? You show up, you are in command. You are a command presence. You need to know how far you can push and take, and what you can do with that command presence. Mm-hmm. But yes. Right. And if somebody, I, I mean, I've literally taken somebody to jail for the most chicken shit charge, but it was a charge that they violated. It was literally delaying or obstructing a paramedic in the performance of his duties. Yeah. Right. That was the charge. And mm-hmm. he, I warned him and I looked at the sergeant and he goes, fuck him. He goes, right. And he went. And that's what the charge is for. It's literally so I can make sure that you're not an asshole and you can't stand in the way of the paramedics or the firefighters or the police officers or whatever. And you don't typically charge people with it. But if they don't listen, that's, I mean, it's not contempt of cop. It's a real charge, but you get charged with it because you show contempt of cop. Well, this is what happens when contempt of cop goes... 148 too far yeah um, i mean dude this cop this, was mad yeah and I, I again we're just spitballing we're speculating i don't know this cop maybe if i sat down with him he could t- tell me a tale that i would come away going holy shit i didn't know any of that happened and yeah it's totally justified but as of right now I'm trusting in the year-long investigation that was conducted into this incident, and if there were any reason to justify what he did, we'd know it. But there wasn't. Right. No, there's no way you shake it. Is this going to be good? No fucking way. Yeah. So. Unless somehow he produced a handgun, and you're like, "Well, I didn't want to fucking kill him, but you know, I just figured right. I'd do this." But that's not the case. That's not the case. Well, all right. That was a, that was two videos in a debrief with with Marco bringing them to us. Hey, I'll thanks. be honest; I had not seen either one of those. Okay, oh, um, and I'm kind of surprised I didn't hear about this guy on the ATV getting tased. That seems like a pretty big deal, and I'm going to go look at more about it. Oh yeah, yeah. First time I've seen any of them. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm curious Crazy. to see if there's actual footage of the flipping and the no illusion and stuff like that it's, it's i mean you may be able to find something but it's not out there yeah because there's reddit, there is a, baby there is a case reddit that, oh yeah there is <laughs> there's a case obviously ongoing 
So, there's oh yeah, a, they're suing the shit lot. out of that. Yeah, they. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot going on. So, anyways, hey, thanks guys, thanks for having me on. Yeah. We All right. Did it well, again. yeah. Let's see. Um, let's see how this goes over. I think we should we should look into the idea of doing it again. We'll have uh, Marco bring us some videos. So, mm-hmm. you guys can you guys can even. Uh, email like we as always you can email us the videos you want us to to debrief uh, like you have been doing but uh if marco brings them to us we'll do this too this is fun nice yeah all right thanks guys well until our next episode come home with your shield or on it <laughs>